Listeners, welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Dawn. And that is Trey Gerald. And together, we are the Review Queens. <laughs> For access to additional reviews and tidbits on our weekly after-show companion podcast, you have to be a member to hear. Join over at patreon.com slash review that review. Now, before we get any further in the show, yeah, something happened at the very end of last week's members-only after-show companion podcast that Chelsea and I have been getting so much uh, attention, so many DMs, so many comments on. So I thought it's only right that we bring it into today's actual show so that we can properly address it. Here we go. Here is a very abbreviated clipped version so that if anyone is not a member of our Patreon, you'll have a little background info. I know this was like from the main show. But do you have any guesses what LP might stand for? Um, it probably means Laurel Peters Smith. I was thinking like Lawrence Peterson, like maybe like a Lillian, <laughs> Lillian Pops. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met anyone with the last name Pops. <laughs> Lillian Pops. Well. Thanks, queens. Have a great week. Stay queenly. Do all the things. Stay that queenly. Make you feel keep good. queening. And whatever you do, ignore the que- haters. Ignore the haters <laughs> and question what would Lillian Pops do? <laughs> <laughs> Lillian Pops. Lillian Pops. <laughs> well, that's our new merch. <laughs> Lillian Pops. <laughs> Lillian Pops. <laughs> Uh, karma's a bitch, boys. <laughs> Lillian Pops. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. So Lillian Pops was born. We are now crediting uh, the quote that has become infamous, karma's a bitch, boys, to Lillian Pops. Yeah. And at the tail end of that conversation, right before we signed off, Chelsea suggested, what if we did a contest where someone draws Lillian Pops? So I'm bringing it to the main show. If you are an artist, if you have an artistic flair, we would love to create some merch featuring Lillian Pops, the prima donna of (laughs) Review That Review. Please submit. Lillian Pops is popping off. Lillian Pops is popping off. She's donning a crown. Yeah. And if you want to submit a piece of artwork, we'll consider it for the next line of merch. Anyway, Chelsea, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You know, trudging along. It's summer. Hot girl summer. I'm here for it. 
Oh, yeah. It's funny. We have two dogs, as all of you listeners know, and our first dog, Winnie, loves to just look up into the sun and bark for no reason. There's, there's like... Doesn't need to be a reason. Yeah. No. She'll literally just sit there and, like, bark until we're like, no, no. So that's a joy of summer, because she doesn't tend to want to sit out there when it's not nice out. Uh, She really hates... Well, she likes to run around in snow, but she has to, like, get in the snow first. I've been dealing with that a lot. The barking and trying to get the barking barking nonstop into the sky. Like, so I think it's a boredom thing. I don't know. Oh, really? It could be. She gets attention. Yeah, they need attention. Well, this week I discovered that I actually have access to Sirius XM through the app, which like I must have known at some point. Oh. Because we have it for David's car. Okay. And so I have access to the Michelle Collins show, which I am obsessed with Michelle Collins. And so now all week I've just been like binging, you know, her two hour morning show. It's lovely. That's been the highlight of my week. I don't know if I know who that is. Is that bad? Michelle Collins, you would love her. Sorry, Michelle. She's like a comic. She's a comic. Yeah. Mm, I feel like I know like a Michelle Wolf. Yeah, different. All right, I'll have to look this up on my off time. How was your week? Any any highlights? Any um, spectacular spectaculars? I saw a jazz show. Love Ooh. a good jazz show moment. Like the Utah Jazz? Huh, nice sports <laughs> knowledge. Okay. <laughs> show off. <sighs> no, like jazz, like the music jazz. I went to a, a dinner and jazz theater moment. It was fabulous. Mm. Food was good. Jazz was better. But the did, food was good. Did you think of Felonious Monk? No. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed some jazz. I did. <laughs> I do love jazz. What about any complaints? Anything boiling? Mm. Yeah, I think that I think that I could probably lodge a complaint. All right. So <laughs> today I really need to lodge a complaint. Please. Against something that happens pretty often with packing tape, but it also happens with scotch tape. Anytime. The tape disconnects from the cutty part and just sticks back to itself. And then I'm feverishly trying to find where the end of the tape is. And then oftentimes I can't peel it back off of itself evenly. And so then some, yeah, two, two separate forks in the road here of complaining because one (laughs) is when it's like little ribbons and you can't get it straight ever. And then the other fork circling endlessly, digging my fingernail, like, where is the tip? Where is the end of this? I can't find the end. Does anyone else encounter this? Why is it so challenging and difficult? And also, when you use those tape gun things, like to do packages and boxes, why is it so willy-nilly, free in the wind? Like, there's no contraption to keep it when every motion of that tape gun is like, back and forth, up and down. Like... There's so much movement. So why is there not something to keep it in place? I hate it. It's so annoying. I just want to tape something and I'm going to war. I get it. That's annoying. I've been there before. I feel like I might have even complained about that once. I mean, it's just if I didn't, it's on my list. It's just Hmm. annoying. It's one of those things that's like, feels like it always happens when you're in a rush. Like Mm -hmm. that's when it'll happen. Or you're trying to wrap a gift and be sort of like fast with it. Never yes. seems like it's the right time, you know? Right, or it sticks to your hand and then it gets all like bubbly and weird. And you're like, well, 
now it has like a weird discoloration. So now I have to like waste tape. Right. And then it oh yeah, you can't use the fingerprinted no. tape. Right. No. That's my complaint. I, I hear you. I think a lot of people would agree with that. That's popping annoying. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's your Lillian complaint? My Lillian complaint, you know, we all know that I have anxiety. This isn't new. I have an issue with the loud doors. I don't like sounds that I don't anticipate. I also design a website. You know, I designed our website. I've designed quite a few. If you have a website, Mm-hmm. And when I go to your website, it automatically plays a video. <laughs> Please stop. Please stop doing that. It is like I feel personally accosted when I visit a website and it just forces me to watch a video with sound. Yeah, I with mean, it's sound. one thing if it's a video starts playing and there's no sound. Okay, fine. I don't really care about that. But if I open up your website and a video starts playing or I open up your website and a song starts playing, or there's some sort of an auditory response to me just clicking on your website, please stop doing that, okay? Nobody likes it. No one's going to want to revisit your site. I'm not calling out the actors because I love my fellow actors, but like, if you're an actor, don't, don't have your real start playing as soon as you get to your site. It's not a good look. Nobody likes it. If you're a musician, don't have your song playing as soon as I get there. What if I'm somewhere I can't have music and I just want to read about you or whatever? We got to stop accosting people with our stuff. Let them select play. They can do it. Did this happen to you when you were at the jazz concert? (laughs) You were like, got bored and we're scrolling. I don't want to to get back to anybody but i was visiting i'll say an artist's site and a song started playing and it was just like you know all of a sudden everybody around me is like what's that what are you looking at what like no <laughs> i didn't invite conversation i thought i was having a silent experience looking someone up and trying to gather more information and now i'm accosted and and i just i wanted to make a public service announcement because i design websites and because this question has come up you know, with people who I've helped with their websites, whether or not they should have a video play automatically? The answer is no. Don't do it. It's annoying. It does make me think of MySpace. But then even when you think of MySpace in the context, you knew you were on MySpace and you were clicking on someone's page. So you knew that music might play. Right. But when you well, just randomly thing. go to a website, it is very affronting. It is. It's just not good. Like, give me the option, you know? So that's it. That's my complaint for today. Like with a little bit of advice sandwiched in there. I hear you. That is very maddening and frustrating. I have I have been accosted by that as well. I feel similarly like when you go to like a news website and like they have like a little like pop up of like a video commercial right. ad and it's like, uh, stop. I no, stop. I, I'm trying to read about the news, not right. hear about Traceva Ready. Right. And then I gotta find the X, the hidden X, and you know how much I hate a hidden X. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of online things. Speaking of angry, (laughs) angry, angry reactions. Yes, to online things. Should we jump into some reviews, Chels? I think we should. Let's do it. Review that review. All right. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you a review, break it down, and rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five crowns. 
It's a very regal process that Chelsea and I like to call... Assess that kvetch. So, Trey, what do you have for us today? All right, I actually have two open right here, and I've just landed on the one I'm going to actually do today. So today, I have a one-star Amazon review Okay. from a user named Jeff... Another Jeff. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, that was Craig, buddy Jeff. Right. This might he probably might. Well, I'm, I don't want to say anything. He could be the buddy. I don't want to say anything. So okay. Okay. Jeff, no last initial. Nope. Just Jeff. Just Jeff. Jeff was the first Jeff to register on Amazon. The Madonna. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is Jeff's one star Amazon review for the kids' toy, the Rubik's cube. Oh, nice. Jeff's subject is. Oh, I have to tell you this too. Jeff, this is a verified purchase, and next to Jeff's name, there is a green denotation that says top contributor in the category of pets. Of pets? Yes, P-E-T-S. Like dogs, cats, Mm -hmm. birds. So Jeff is a top contributor in items related to pets. So Jeff has a lot of animals. I'm thinking Ace Ventura, Jeff. And this is Jeff's review for a kid's toy. So, Jeff's subject is garbage with a good name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, here we are. This cube should be the iconic example of a product that is 100% name recognition and 0% quality. I came to Amazon looking to buy a Rubik's Cube. Parentheses. Buy quote unquote Rubik's Cube. I realize now I mean the 3 by 3 cube puzzle invented by Erno Rubik, end parentheses. And I was overwhelmed by the number of companies making 3 by 3 cubes to choose from. I didn't want some cheap knockoff. So, naturally, I chose the Rubik's brand as the iconic name I knew from my childhood. Parentheses, my childhood happened in the 80s. When it arrived nine days ago, I was so focused on learning to solve the puzzle that the poor quality of the product went largely unnoticed until the algorithms became more natural and intuitive. The only thing I really noticed on day one was the tightness of the cube and the shards of plastic that caught the skin on my fingers. As I got better at solving the puzzle, I began to realize how poorly constructed the cube is. The cube is incredibly tight in the center, yet many of the pieces seem to wobble and clack. In various states of solving the cube, I find that one face may be incredibly difficult to turn, while its opposite face spins loosely. I can even see through the cube from some angles, and not others. When I look along any side of the cube, I can see that the face of each piece is slightly different from the others, dot, dot, dot. Some are concave, some convex, some lopsided. The little plastic inserts that have replaced the old stickers appear haphazardly popped into place. The cube as a whole often appears to lean, and rarely ever has a squared cube appearance. It looks squashed. If I rotate the top face a one-eighth turn, I can see the corner pieces hanging down and sag. 
I had attributed some of the above disappointments to the cube not being broken in, dot, dot, dot. But I have used this cube for nearly 15 hours since it arrived. Wow. And since the cube is still very cumbersome to deal with, period, I've continued to practice the algorithms until they are becoming second nature to me and take very little of my focus. That is when I really began to notice the worst aspect of this cube, dot, 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 the sound. Every little movement I make, dot, 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 every turn of a face, dot, 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 even just passing the cube from one hand into the other, dot, 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 this cube creaks. It sounds like a hallway full of kids with damp sneakers. Every time I touch this annoying little cube, I can hear the sound. To 26 cheaply made pieces rubbing against each other. To worsen matters, I don't believe it can even be lubed. What? I started looking for a better cube by googling, quote, Rubik's versus speed cube, end quote and found a page on Rubik's website explaining how this cube is quote-unquote almost impossible to take apart. This cube is garbage. Now, I wouldn't normally take time out of my day to write a review on a toy that cost only $10. It's not like I'm out much here. But after doing a little research into all those other brands of 3x3 cubes, I have come to realize that for the same $10, parentheses or less, I could have bought any number of well-constructed, high-quality cubes that even expert solvers use in competitions. The Rubik's Cube is just one of those purchases where I feel completely ripped off by the same principle that, as a product, the most recognized name brand fails in every conceivable way. This is probably the best example of a company using a trademark to market a product that is egregiously inferior to other products of the same type and purpose. I've since seen a dozen quote-unquote how-to and quote-unquote review videos showing what the other cubes can do. They are faster, more precise, better constructed, more evenly designed, and much quieter than this one. Do not buy this. The only reason anyone should ever buy this product is if they teach a marketing class and want a good example of a bad product sold under a recognized name. That, or if you have a friend with OCD who you'd like to torment, dot, dot, dot. This would make an excellent gift for that purpose. (sighs) Wow. Jeff, I'm getting flashes of the slinky lady. What was it? Mrs. something? The teacher? Scoobers. Mrs. Scoobers. Six people found this helpful. You have one. I do have a Rubik's Cube. I'm just really What brand is it? It looks like the brand is actually called Intergear. Oh. No. We're, they're not sponsoring us, but is it I don't cheap? I don't remember where I got it, but it feels like pretty good. Like I like turning it. I haven't memorized the algorithms. I can usually get one side, but I, I do have trouble. Well, let's go through some of these Jeff points. Can you see through it? Does it tear the skin on your fingers? It definitely does not tear the my, my the. It's kind of smooth. It makes a sound. Can you hear it? 
Yeah, but that feels satisfying to me. It feels satisfying when you're like playing with it. I was wondering, like, on Amazon, sometimes it can be hard to tell if it actually is the brand name. And then also, what's the statute of limitation on the the name Rubik's Cube? The reason why I ask is because mm. there is a statute of limitation on some products, like, for example, ketchup and Band-Aids, right? You used to have to call it catsup and bandages because both of those things were brand identifiable, but they're outside the statute of limitation. So now you'll see a Kroger brand ketchup or something like that, right? Oh. So is this page where Jeff got this product definitely owned by them or are they just using it as popular vernacular or maybe misrepresenting? No, it is the Rubik's brand toys. And I actually found this review not for the podcast, but because I was interested in getting a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> really? And I wanted to find what the best one was because I have a nephew or a cousin on David's side who had learned the algorithm and he could do it like in 40 seconds. Like, like I, behind his back. Like Yeah, it was really yeah. cool. And I was like, oh, this could be fun to like take on, but I'm not doing this now. Right. But then I started reading lots of reviews because I, I also, like Jeff, noticed that there are millions of these companies that make these sort of QB things. Yeah, the three by three. Three right. by threes, as Jeff says. And so I also, I'm assuming I might be of a similar age as Jeff because my childhood was kind of the 80s. I mean, I... Like four years of it. We're nineties kids. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I I but it's that's the whole thing. Like I call facial tissues Kleenex and I say band-aid and I say Rubik's Cube. Yeah. I'm just happy that in the end that Jeff self-identified as having obsessive compulsive disorder. No, they say if you have a friend that has it. I but I kind of think that was an admission. Oh, you think? Oh, oh for sure, because it's like this whole rant that Jeff is going on. I don't know that the average person is gonna feel this way. Is gonna have this much issue? Like the length that they went to describe, you know, the spaces in between and. The, and the sounds that they didn't really realize until 15 hours in and just so many factors that really as Jeff was going on and on. And I guess that's where I feel like Jeff sort of lost me, you know, throughout this review. I really like someone who even when they have personality and have these things, which I do appreciate, if they're able to carry me through the key points of what is wrong with this product and not get so overwhelmed by their own Michigas or their own. Th what is the issue? Because there were so many issues that were brought up that I'm left sort of confused. Like I'm not really understanding. Well, I, that's yes. Also quickly, the spelling grammar here is pretty fantastic. I think there was yeah. maybe two misspellings, but they use pretty high level vocabulary Language. words. Sure. They use lots of parentheses. They They were intentional about the writing of this. Yes, but the grammar, I guess okay. maybe it's not even grammar. The formatting is just one giant paragraph. Right. And I would think if you were someone interested in the Rubik's Cube, there might be a preference to visual appearance. And I would True. assume if there are maybe six or seven points of why this is not an excellent cube, maybe like an enter could help represent all of your points. Right. 
Yeah, like and if that it might was like also... number one, the issue is it creaks. Number two, the issue is it's not put together well. It's you know feels cheaply made. Like whatever. Like can you see the space between? Like yeah, like you can. It's a little wobbly. It's not like perfect if i really wanted like to see the space like yeah i could pull it apart and you could see the spaces in between but yours is not the same brand it's not but i'm saying like is this jeff has not revisited the rubik's cube in the flesh since childhood right and that's and that's my biggest point about to counter jeff here it seems like jeff did an excruciating amount of research after having the product for nine days and then realized how defective. Exactly. And I get that that is sort of the thesis statement up top was like, I thought I would get one. I thought of this brand because I knew it as a kid. Then I saw there were so many. So then I did a couple of Googles and then I just went with this one. But then it's like, you didn't even notice that it was not so superior until you started using it many, many days. I mean, he did 19 or he did 15 hours in nine days. And then realizes how inferior it is. I don't know. It just feels like something that you like, you know, similar to the slinky almost, right? Like you have this vision of it in your head from when you were a kid. You think it should be a certain way. You're overdoing it with the Rubik's Cube because now you're an adult and you're not a kid. And you're like, really, we have algorithms now. We didn't have algorithms yeah, in I don't this remember sense that. when no. we were a kid, right? Like there might have been someone, somebody's brother that figured out like, you know, left, left, twist, Up, right. Down, like, right. you know what I mean? Like the 15 hours, you know, like you were playing with this thing for 15 hours. I mean, it's a $10 toy. You're really, you're right. putting the toy to the test. How much of this is sort of overuse of a $10 toy or hmm. or is specific to Jeff with like the sound. I don't know. Like, I don't know how much I trust Jeff, I guess. Well, I think even the statement of um, I've, to worsen matters, I've come to find you can't even lubricate. The what thing. is that? I think that's just highlighting how intensely serious is a Jeff is taking this. I don't think that's a joke. It doesn't read as a joke to me. I think the only joke Jeff makes is about tormenting a friend with OCD. I mean, is that even, is that but a like, joke? I, I actually love the visual of damp sneakers. I thought that too. Like, that's where I was like, that's interesting. Like that, that was interesting to me, that metaphor. Like that instantly that. takes me somewhere. Like I yes. instantly hear that. Agree, Sam. Okay, but to sort of like we we recognize that Jeff's taking this Rubik's Cube very seriously. And they even point out, like, I realize that, you know, it's $10. Some of them were less, like, whatever. Is there value here? Is Would this make you... Do you think there's any information here that would help you choose this brand versus the 19 million other competitors on Amazon? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess the only value I could possibly ascertain is that I understand the thought process of like, if I was going to buy a Rubik's Cube, like I this one was given to me, but if I was going to buy one, I probably would want to buy the Rubik's brand. So maybe in that sense, I could see a similar logic happening. And me looking at this review being like, oh, maybe I maybe like, the Rubik's is the OG and I should really look at some of these other brands that maybe put an improvement on the original and maybe the OG hasn't really changed much. But at the same time, I kind of feel like 
it's similar in a way to like the Nair or, you know, the name brand products where it's almost like if you're going on Amazon to buy this product, you're just going to buy it. Like if you want a Rubik's Cube, you want a Rubik's Cube, Rubik's Cube, you're going to go here. Personally, the only reason why I look to the these reviews when I'm going to name brand products is that there has been a pattern of, oh, I'm buying this Nike shirt on Amazon and oh, it's not a real Nike shirt. So that was the only where, place where I was going. That's why I wanted to know, like, how are we sure that this is definitely Rubik's Cube's, you know, trademarked page and not like somebody that is selling a knockoff? Mm. I mean, that would be back. the only thing I would want to know. But, if but it, that... When, but that is like the same with one of those minisodes we did where that Armani code, I think it was, Cologne, yeah. where it yeah. did link back to Armani, but right. it was a knockoff. So I don't know how right. that works. Yeah. So I don't know. Like that, I think that's becoming honestly like a real problem on, on Amazon that I've been noticing lately is like sometimes if I am going to buy even like a Rubik's Cube or even something that's like a name brand, I might not buy it on Amazon because I am a little worried that I'm not going to get the same quality as if I ordered from like a toy store or, you know, somewhere that's more direct. Rubik's.com. Well, Rubik's. that's exactly com. right. Well, that I think is the value of this review because if this is the page that's a ver verified purchase and you're reading this, I mean, I didn't buy that Armani. I went to right. Armani.com. Exactly. And I think exactly. for this, I would either click on someone else's link um, or I would go to Rubik's.com. I, so I think there is value. Do you remember sure when you review. looked this up if it was mm -hmm. common for people to have this level of review or like were most people... Most people weren't as satisfied. lengthy. Yeah, they just sort of were like, just like I remember, like I, uh, the Rubik's Cube, I can't, like they weren't lengthy right. in depth, which I also wonder if most people buying a Rubik's Cube aren't planning to master the... Like they're not planning to spend 15 hours in nine days, which I think Jeff really was. Like I wonder you sort of brought up this point earlier is like how many people are planning to like actually master this or just like, you know, it's fun. We'll play with it for a little bit and then we move on because we're adults. Yeah. Like I'm going to Rubik's cubes homepage right now. I mean, it looks mm -hmm. pretty good. Whatever I'm seeing, it looks nicer than what I have here. Really? Yeah. It's a little like off balance. It's gotta be a little bit off kilter though. Interesting. So there's something called a Rubik's speed cube. Correct. Yes. And I wonder if that's for people that are trying to use it like Jeff. So like do it, who are trying to do it really fast with the algorithm. Like maybe that's a higher quality product. Is there a price difference? Cube. Yeah. It says the speed cube features a stronger core mm. and has a mechanism designed to make it faster, smoother, and more reliable than ever. No more frustrating mm. snagging or popping <gasps> core. The speed cube comes pre-lubricated to what? help you get faster times and more can be added when needed. The traditional stickers have been replaced with original and eco-friendly ABS material, which means no fading, no peeling, and most importantly, no cheating. Glossy tiles with a good grip for a classic look. Interestingly enough, you can't buy it on Rubik's dot com no it does really? give you suggested retailers when i go to the speed cube actually it says we're sorry but unfortunately this product is not currently available what? 
So I don't know, but it does seem like there is some sort of understanding from Rubik's that like the standard cube might not do it for you if you're one of these, you know, people that wants to. Okay, cool. So I just went on a different one. There's Rubik's Impossible, which is the original three. It's the advanced version. Okay. And they sell that at Target and at Walmart. And it's $15, $14.99. Right. There are speed cubes that are $14.99. But this one specifically was $6.99. Right. But like, this is the regular one. So the, like, there is a dip price difference because this regular one on... Now, they're only recommending, just so you know, which is making me interested about the whole Amazon thing. Rubik's.com is only recommending Walmart and Target interesting they're not sending anybody to amazon that's interesting yeah so i don't know what that means but that that is seems to be a thing well now it feels to me like why didn't jeff mention that like jeff sort of skirts around that it just feels like jeff did so much research after purchasing and not before right right when we have such a specific goal, it seems in mind. Some people have like I have this Rubik's cube, non Rubik's cube, Rubik's cube, right? And it like sits on my bookshelf, right? And maybe I fidget with it every once in a while, but I'm not really doing much with it. So like it doesn't need to withstand anything exactly. serious, right? But if I were buying a Rubik's cube because I was like I want to master this skill and I want to have that party trick up my sleeve. I feel like I would do a little bit more research, but maybe not. Well, like neither you nor I, before you looked it up, knew there was a difference between a Rubik's Cube and a Speed Cube. So like, should we blame Jeff for that? I mean, yes and no, because we're not... We're not interested in going into competitive <laughs> True. Rubik's cubing. Like, not everybody that is going to go onto this page right. is going to be using it. By Rubik's own admission, they said creeks and, you know, like they pointed the some of those. and the snag, yeah. The, the snags. and the, Yeah, they pointed that out, which is, which in my mind is like this original thing was not designed to be. In competition, probably. Yeah, like doing that with it so if that's what you're trying to do with it maybe you should buy another product which this new information i don't know if that makes me like more team jeff or less team jeff at the end of the day because if there's someone like jeff that didn't do the research who's going to this page maybe now they will i mean well we should say do we think jeff is being truthful or shady hmm i think jeff is telling his truth right so I don't think I, that they're being shady. Like, I don't think that they are. They have malice. In fact, they brought up a lot of other brands make this product, but they didn't like, say what send they us away to somewhere right. else, which does tend to make me feel like, okay, like they clearly don't have any, they're not like in cahoots with another brand. Correct. So I don't, I don't think that Jeff is shady, but I do think that Jeff is particular. Me too. But I do feel like, the depth of research here is just pointing to Jeff trying to like help other people. Like that is why I do think it's probably more truthful than shady, especially your whole point about right. Use this company versus this one. Do we think this is going to be a typical experience? Like, do you think? I don't think so. I I don't don't either. I don't know how many people just pick up and choose to become a competitive three by three cuber. You know, like now I don't even want to say Rubik's Cuber. Three by three. 
But it is that is so wild to me to think that you need a, a special one if you're going to be very serious about it. I mean, that seems so interesting to me. So that's I guess, informative. But like I said, I don't think that the product was originally designed to be used this way. And then once people did start using it this way, then they like. Well, now I want to like know having a product and then having like the super version. Right. Right. I wonder yeah. what company sponsors those competitions. Like, is it not Rubik's? Is it a, your company? It's got to be Rubik's. Well, I feel like this is like a free giveaway or something that I have here. I mean, I feel like this is like a grandma is going to buy this for like a kid's like Christmas right. stocking or something. You know, it's like... And it's going to sit there and it's not right. going to be... It's going to collect dust. Yeah. So I don't think that this is common for people that buy this product, but I do think it, it happens. Correct. Humor entertained. I don't know. I think it's really long. I tried to like... It's too long. Give him too the most to be funny again like the yeah. the visual of the kids running down the hall you know that was nice if on its own but like we've really got lost in the weeds Jack. it's just that i think we got yeah lost. there's a lot of um notations here about why it's inferior and i think there is a thing it is full of value but i think you would either choose to keep reading or not yeah so the final impact is like if you were going to buy a Rubik's Cube for your cousin slash nephew slash whatever person <laughs> and you came across this review, would you would you pause? Yeah, I would not get this for that person. No. Oh, okay. Well, there that that's that's some impact then. Mm. All right. Should we go into the crowning? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another. We will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. After listening to feedback from hundreds of thousands of users, Clean Email designed the best way to clean out your email inbox while keeping your data safe and respecting your privacy. Clean Email works on any device and with all email service providers. With Clean Email, you aren't doing a one-off, one-time sweep of your inbox. You're automating your email cleaning tasks to keep your inbox clean going forward. Now, some of my personal favorite features include pause, mute, hello, block emails from senders who don't offer that little link at the bottom to unsubscribe, so annoying. Plus, never miss anything important because clean email sends summaries of all of the activities performed. Whether you're trying to achieve inbox zero or simply get rid of emails cluttering your data storage, use our code REVIEWQUEEN for 25% off at clean.email or go ahead and use that direct link in our show notes and you can start enjoying the pleasure of a decluttered inbox honey total school four crowns four crowns i'm holding up three crowns three crowns for jeff because you know at the end of the day you're someone that was looking to buy this product and you were impacted by this review. And I do think that, that holds value. I had to take it away, uh, take away a couple crowns because I don't think that this is going to be the common experience. Mm. I think that Jeff is a little bit more particular. I think if he was this research heavy, it's possible he could have done a little more research before the purchase <laughs> as opposed to after. And so that's, that's where I, I took away those crowns. But I feel like three crowns, you gave us information. Anyone else who's maybe in a similar boat to Jeff might be swayed to look elsewhere. So that was why I went for three crowns. How about you try? Why four crowns? Well, I did four 
for Jeff because it did have an impact on me in real life. Like this was separate of the podcast and I did end up reading it. And this isn't my world. I'm not competitive. I learned more from when you Googled and went to Rubik's homepage. (laughs) So I took the full crown away because I do think brevity is awesome. I also think uh, like... uh, there was more for me to learn outside of just review, which is why I didn't think it was a review queen. I also think it's right. just way too long, so it's not a review queen. But ultimately, I think there's more good here than there is negative. If if you see the length of this review and keep reading, then I think it will be very helpful to you. And that's very important and queenly. But ultimately, this was written in 2016, and it only has six people that found it helpful, which I think is pretty low. So I think that points to your point that this maybe is more fluky. But I think Jeff had good intentions. And I just think it's so peculiar that it's denoted that Jeff is a top contributor in pets. And this I was going to say, we got to read some of Jeff's <laughs> review in the pet category and see yes. if we still feel the same way. No. What kind of pets do we think Jeff has? I want to go with cats. I was going to say maybe like exotic animals, but then I actually think Jeff probably wants things very clean. Right. That's true. All right, Jeff. Nice spending the uh, evening with you. I think Jeff has birds. Birds. Oh, oh I buy but birds. they might be loud though. They might. He seems sensitive to noise. Mm, you're right. Well, Jeff, call us up if you're listening. Let yeah, us we know. need to know. If anyone has been a competitive Rubik's cuber, call in. Jeff, if you're listening, call in. One eight five zero review zero. We want to hear from you. That's it. All right. All right, my queen. We have reached the most regal portion of our show, Chelsea. Who are you inducting today for? My Royal Highness. Well, Trey, as you know, we've... Listener voicemail. Hey, Queens. How are you? This is Michael. Just calling with a Royal Highness nomination. Free Wi-Fi at Starbucks. Oh, my God. What a godsend. I know when I used to live in New York, I'd be walking around with my computer and I'd have to send an email to be nowhere near my desk and I can hop into a, a, a Starbucks to do that. But also... Do you know you don't even have to go into a Starbucks to access the free Wi-Fi at Starbucks? <gasps> you just have to be near one. You can just wait around out front. And if you're not getting good phone reception or whatever, you need to get on Wi-Fi to make a, to make a call, to make a FaceTime call, whatever. You can get on it then. You can get on it after hours. It saved me in cities I'm traveling. It saved me certainly when I'm wandering around New York because there's Starbucks almost on every block of New York. So essentially, it's like free Wi-Fi everywhere. So shout out to the good people at Starbucks. Hooking us up with that free Wi-Fi 24-7, no matter where we go. All right, Queens, we love you. Keep on doing what you're doing. Bye. Whoa. What a good nomination. And I just want to say, hold on, I got something else to hold up. I'm all full of visual aids today. But look at what's on my right behind my desk. Is that a sticker? What is that? <laughs> it's a laminated Frisbee? Starbucks. <laughs> it's a laminated Starbucks from when I was a Starbucks cup when I went to a Game of Thrones party because... Uh-huh. Oh. I didn't know anything else about Game of Thrones other than that there was a Starbucks cup in the shop. But yes. I want to say thank you, Michael, for calling in with that worthwhile induction. I love that nomination. I wouldn't have thought about that, even though it's like so there that that's so genius. Like there is a Starbucks everywhere. Like there's so many Starbucks. So if you find yourself in danger and you need Wi-Fi stat, who are you going to call? Starbucks. That is a great nomination. I wish I had thought of it. My like default thing about how there's like a Starbucks everywhere in Manhattan is like you can always use a bathroom at a Starbucks. But I've right. never stopped to think that's where you can get free Wi-Fi. Yeah. 
Good job, yes. Michael. That's such a like great, great. point. What a now, good like nomination plus tip. Do you need like a VPN like protector or something if you're going to be using public Wi-Fi? Like, isn't that how people like steal your identity? Oh no! You know you're probably right. I don't even know about these things. I should really do a little more research because you know I, before I have this conversation, Trey. Because there are like random airports in the United States that will sometimes have complimentary Wi-Fi. Not every airport, right. but some of them. And that also sure. makes me feel like I mean I use it because ultimately it's like who cares? But I do wonder like is this how people steal your information? I always think that too. And then I do it anyway, because I need it. Well, let's stay in Michael's vein and be positive. And, and yes, <laughs> concur 1000%. We will, via Michael, as the review queens, we will help Michael induct all the Starbuckses for having free complimentary yes. Wi-Fi that you can just simply be standing outside of and get access to. So Starbucks Wi-Fi, you are our and Michael's Royal Highness. We heart you, Starbucks. Thank you. We heart you, Starbucks. So, yes, we do. Um, um, We're like in each other's heads. I had the same thing moment. All right, Lily. All right. We did it, Queen. We did it. That's another round on the RU, a RQ Ferris wheel of actors leaving props behind them and period pieces. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. If you'd like to support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate, where even a dollar tip is appreciated. Also, tip your Starbucks workers to saying. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all of the goings on in the queendom. And hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. On today's After Show Pod, we are rating and reviewing a three-star review Mm. from Amazon for Chia Pet Bob (gasps) Ross with Seed Pack, Decorative Pottery Planter, Easy to Do and Fun to Grow, Novelty Gift, Perfect for Any Occasion. Ch-ch-ch-chia! Exactly! Oh my god. So to find out what made Trey say... My white knight. And to find out what made Chelsea say. I know. I could tell you were turned off. I wasn't that turned off. Then join our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review so that you can access our weekly members only after show companion podcast. Also, very important. Please remember. Ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific Chia Pet Queen. Bye. Bye. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Do you think anyone's going to submit any photos for Lillian Pops? I hope so. Oh, I hope so. I wonder if anyone knows anyone with the last name Pops. I know Boston Pops. What's Boston Pops? It's like a orchestra thing. I think Marvin Hamlish um, used to be the conductor. Oh, I don't know things. I don't know what that means. Something. Maybe that's like when symphonies do pop music. I don't know. I made that up. Uh, oh, wait. I think I have heard of that. Yeah. I don't think that's the same thing as the last name. No. That's not Boston's <laughs> last name. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs>